Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi guys, welcome back. This is Nikki, your Vitality Coach, and I'm going to talk to you today on episode 36 and about abundance. And not abundance of cash or abundance of things or stuff, or but this universal feeling of actually health is actually our wealth. And I think that what's happening when we're look, reading self-help books and we're trying to create success and everything else, one of the key areas of success and determining living your personal best is actually making sure that you have the best personal health to go with it. Because without your health, building a business or having wealth and creating all these things, um, you know, is actually irrelevant. So even the richest people without their health, they can't use, enjoy and actually live their best life. So why is health actually the new wealth? I think that we have to look differently at why it costs so much money when we're not well as well. So healthy people generally, they need less stuff. They generally need less medications. Um, you know, they need less uh, care, hospital care. In America at the moment, there is a, a research that shows that the United States spends almost $1,000 per person per year on pharmaceuticals. And apparently that's 40% more than the next highest spend in Canada and twice as much as countries like France and Germany. And I know that Australia is creeping up there as well with pharmaceutical companies, you know, having a $300 billion industry. And this is just one of these things that there is always going to be growth and profitability out of um, treating illnesses and everything else. But what about if we took a preventative measure and we started taking accountability to think, how can I be in the best possible shape of my life? I have one body and I have one life in order to run a business really well, in order to actually facilitate my thinking, my family life, my personal life. I need to be in good health and I need to take responsibility for that and taking pills and tablets and always kind of staving things off and actually just um, treating the symptoms rather than thinking about how can I be in optimum health, I think is a dangerous area. So I want to talk to you today about why my version of abundance is having the ultimate feeling of vitality. And yes, you're going to get sick and yes, you could have the flu and things will happen. And actually, you know, even the healthiest people at the moment are getting struck by cancer and all sorts of things. But generally speaking, if we can have um, and maintain a positive sense of health and well-being that goes beyond any kind of financial gain because with your health, you have your wealth. And one of the topics that I often come up to when I'm doing retreats and, and personal coaching with people is it's not until they've got through their career and they've got the titles and they have the jobs and they've achieved certain things that they suddenly poke their head up above the ground like a meerkat and think, hold on a second, I better go back and put some time and energy into, into my body. And the other disturbing statistic is, for example, for women in Australia, heart attack is actually the leading cause of death. So there are all sorts of things which we don't really realize until maybe we get through the end of our career or we're about to change careers or we have a burnout or some kind of major health scare makes us stop and realize, hold on a second, maybe I should be taking better care of myself. 
what if we spoke and thought differently about that process and we encourage people to take better care of themselves from a very early age in career development and personal development and it was just as important success pillar as financial wealth and freedom. So I urge you to think differently about when you're creating your yearly goals that it's not just about weight loss and financial gain or maybe getting a new title or doing something new with your family, but it's actually creating an overall sense of balanced and sustainable health and well-being that will help you create a great environment for your body to stave off infections, to stave off feeling sick, and to actually have this 360 fitness. So to think about flexibility, agility, strength, your cardio health, and to really look at all areas of your life and say, you know what, how can I have abundance not only in my family, personal life, and my financial life, but how can I have a sense of abundance and control and understanding and being the best version of myself? Um, the difficult thing is health can't be really measured in, in dollars, and it's not until you've really lost it that you realize how precious your well-being actually is. And I want to bring the focus back to feeling fantastic to see how well the rest of your life can excel as well. And it's not about strict diets. It's not about going to gyms every day. It's about treating your body to fresh food and ingredients that you really enjoy and love. And also treating yourself to exercise and activities that you look forward to doing. So finding things that make your heart sing. You know, exercise and health and well-being and feeling fantastic is a combination of understanding who you are, of what activities you really enjoy, and honing in on those things rather than forcing yourself to do the new fad or the next best thing on the market. It is really about awareness. It is about understanding what makes you tick and fine-tuning the path that you want to create to say, hey, this is what my week should look like. This is what my life's going to look like. These are the things I enjoy. These are the people I enjoy hanging out with, and I'm just going to do more of that stuff and less of the stuff which is stressful and really I dread doing. So I always talk about taking a big sheet of paper and drawing a line down the middle, and on the left-hand side, you write all the stuff that you love. And I'm talking about in a healthy aspect. So if you're going to rock donuts and, and stuff like that down there or taking your kids to McDonald's, this isn't about that. This is about thinking with a high purpose and saying, you know what, what actually do I know? Because you know, and I think Dr. Martini has said this, um, Wayne Dwyer has said this, everybody has said this, all that you need is in you right now. All that you need is within you. All the knowledge is within you. You just have to trust yourself and apply the things that you've actually been reading and learning and listening to and really sit down and listen to your intuition. And that is about creating the life you want. And that starts with defining in a health and well-being aspect the stuff that you really love. And if you struggle with the left-hand column of, of writing down things that I really love and things that I love to do for exercise, healthy food that I love, people that I love to hang out with, then maybe you need to start trying some things to figure out if you like them or not. So rather than saying, well, I've got nothing on that list, it's too difficult for me, maybe start rediscovering. And I think as we get older and as we develop and we have more responsibilities, uh, whether or not we have kids or not, but we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we forget the art of exploration. We forget the art of discovery and rediscovery about what actually is going to make our heart sing. So it's almost about getting back to being a kid again. And if some of you have been watching on Facebook or social media and following me on Instagram, um, which is at N Fogden Moore, you'll see a lot of photos of me jumping off boats, of surfing, of island stuff, of cycling, of running, of great coffee, of food, 
of um, packing up the Jeep with surfboards and things, you know, I really discover the things that I love and it feels like being a kid again. And one of the stuff that motivates me when I bring clients or when we have retreats either in Nomotu or in Fiji is that people get to feel fantastic again, is that they come out of the water after a day of playing. And I think as adults, we forget to play. So on that left-hand column, coming back to the stuff that you love, why not go and start playing again and discover some new things and don't do it out of pressure or because you should do it, but think what stuff would I like to be doing with my time? And if you're not a super sporty person um, and maybe you do like the books and you like movies and you like culture and arts and theatre and you're really not into sport, I encourage you to think differently about the purpose of health and exercise in your daily life and the fact that your cardio health is essential for well-being and that in order to have a well-balanced body and mind, we need to have a well oper- a good operating system, which is our body. So we need our hard drives to be thinking clearly. We need to declutter our body of toxins and oxidants and things. We need to have a healthy level of exercise that will ensure we're in good working order, just like any kind of machinery in your house. So why do we take all these warranties out on our machinery, but we're not willing to do the work on ourselves as well. So if you don't have to be the commando, you don't have to be the next best Iron Man. You just have to think what is going to help me be the best version of myself. And if it means that you start walking and doing yoga or maybe taking up golf and adding some things, don't forget to think about the fact that there is a purpose for cardio health. And I'll link you back to a couple of uh, blog posts about why cardio is important on the show notes, which will be uh, vitalitycoach.com.au forward slash episode 36. So on your left-hand side, you have all the stuff that you know will add value and um, you know increase your credit or your bank balance for vitality. And on the right-hand side, I want you to write down all the stuff that you know deep down is actually withdrawing from your health fund. It's withdrawing from your health balance. It's the things that are not... Um, you know, serving purpose in your life that are actually detracting. It's alcohol, it's fatty foods, it's late nights, it's lack of exercise, it's toxic friends, it's a job you don't enjoy anymore. Uh, It's the way that you approach stress. Um, So it's people, situations, um, food, health and well-being elements that are not actually providing any positive outcome to you. And if you just don't have time So maybe lack of time is on that right-hand side column. So on the left-hand side column, you've got all the things which are going to give you sort of a positive impact into your body, into your overall health and well-being. And for, you know, one of my favorite terms, which is part of my corporate vitality program, is what are you depositing into your vitality bank? And the second part of it is what are you withdrawing constantly from your body? What withdrawals are you making all the time? that is limiting the amount of vitality funds that you have for long-term health and well-being. And, um, I mean, this leads me to a fantastic analogy. I think people mortgage their bodies. They kind of overcommit their bodies and they ask them for too much without saving up and putting enough money aside to, to not just live on interest. So, to me, interest is adrenaline. Interest is oxidized bodies. Interest is living in an acidic world where you're always running and you're never taking time. So, I want you to think about the fact that you really should not be mortgaging your body out. You should be thinking about how can I build my health as my wealth? 
And that really is by building your vitality bank. So on your left-hand side, you have the things that are going to come in, they're going to deposit, they're going to build your, your health equity. On the right-hand side, you've got the things that are going to detract. Okay, it's not completely reflecting on the left and right balance sheet idea, but the main thing is that you're thinking, what am I putting into my body on a daily basis and a weekly basis that is contributing to my health and well-being? And what am I doing on a daily, weekly, yearly basis uh, that is really withdrawing from my health and well-being? And then all of a sudden, those things become completely transparent. And you can start to run a vitality balance sheet. You can start to do a budget for yourself on how your health can actually become a source of abundance. So let's talk about why that's important. It is important because without your health, building a business or having a family or running your personal life is just, it's the last thing on your list. Because if you don't have your health, you're not able to actually run at your optimum performance. To make great strategic decisions, be a great leader, be a great parent, or just live the personal best, you need to be in great operating condition, which means you need to have a clear mind, you need to be able to zing when you get up in the morning, and age is no barrier for that. It is absolutely no excuse to say that when you get into your 40s and 50s that you're giving up because, well, you know what, I'm getting older, so I'm going to get more tired. I can guarantee you that that age is not a barrier. In fact, I believe as I get older, I'm actually going to have a sense of fitness and overall well-being that supersedes what I ever felt before, a sense of vitality for what I do, um, a sense of camaraderie and collaboration with the people that I work with all feeds into giving me this sense of abundance. And it's not even to do with the financial bottom line, it's to do with my health bottom line. The other really important factor of why is that we need to have good health for longevity. So longevity that is not propped up by medicines and artificial um, pharmaceutical drugs or but actually that we're preventing illness and that we're enjoying the most of our life and that we're setting a good example for the new generations to come and for our kids and everything else, that we're not dependent on um, a government medical system and health funds, but we actually are independent and we have the ability to run our lives and run our bodies well and run them like a business. So we have this positive aspect in our lives. And healthy people, as I said before, when you're healthy, you seem to need less stuff. You know, you can save so much money by using nature as your gym. You can cut your costs in half by getting rid of a gym membership, training outside as much as you can, discover new sports, get fit with your family, think about where you're putting all your money and what you're getting as that return on investment. If you're paying a personal trainer all the time, are you getting great results? Are you learning from that personal trainer? Where is that investment going? So if you are investing in your health and well-being, what are you getting in return? A lot of the times, if you just take time to go back and do a bit of a budget and a stock take on the things that you're putting into your health and the things that are detracting from your health or withdrawing from your health balance, you'll find that the areas you've been focusing on are probably adding more stress. And I know this from um, a wonderful client of mine who, by the way, Liz, congratulations. I loved doing the personal shopping with you last couple of weeks ago in Melbourne. You looked amazing in that dress. Um, and one of the things that Liz was struggling with was this old mindset that she had to go to the gym for an hour. She had to do something after work or before work. Um, it was all these rules. I have to do this. I should be doing that. I can't eat that or I'm eating too many calories. And we had to really rewire her hard drive to say you know what 
healthy living as part of my life. It's getting up and doing 15 minutes of bodyweight exercises. It's walking around the park to get my coffee in the morning. It's arranging a catch-up with my colleagues um, in a social setting, which we can incorporate with a walk together or a yoga class. It's thinking differently about things. And those new habits that she's done and that new mindset has dramatically changed not only her look and the fact that she's dropping dress sizes and she's feeling more confident as a CEO and a leader, but also her overall health and well-being for having a family um, and just feeling better and having confidence and having you know, a toned body, a healthy body, a healthy mind. So it's very, very important that you think about your mindset and you let go of self-beliefs that are not serving you anymore. Um, You know, lean into the discomfort a little bit. Try out new sports. Uh, I know Brene Brown always says that, and I think it's a really, really valid point. Leaning into our discomfort means if something is kind of a little bit nerve-wracking or you're not sure about it, then go and investigate Find information and, you know, make an informed decision for yourself. Give it a go. Nothing is permanent these days. You know, we used to make five or seven, you know, year plans for life. And now I'm lucky if I know what's happening in five weeks' time. So I just want to encourage you guys to think differently and to throw out old belief systems and old um, maybe training systems and approaches to food and diet that no longer serve you. Uh, nine times out of ten, if you're listening to this podcast, you are an intelligent, driven, and savvy person. You probably expect a lot out of yourself. You expect a lot out of life. You're a person that says yes when others say no. You're listening to this because you want to achieve and you want to be great and you want to feel vitality. Therefore, you are a doer. And by result of that, I know I'm talking to people that will pick up this information and say, hey, you know what? I am going to go and I'm going to sit down and do my vitality bank balance. I'm going to do Nikki's vitality bank balance. I'm going to do what am I depositing into my overall health and well-being? What am I withdrawing in my overall health and well-being? And all of a sudden, you'll be like, this suddenly becomes so much more tangible. And I'd like to do is I'd like to encourage you to send me your Vitality Bank. Um, I'll actually put a spreadsheet or a, a piece of paper that you can download and you can either fill it in by hand and you can take a photo of it and email me. I'll put all the details there to send it back to me. You can uh, fill in the document, save it as a PDF. Um, and send it back to me. But I'd love to get your Vitality Bank uh, deposit and credits and, um, you know, credits and withdrawals, sorry. I'd love to see what you feel you're doing for your overall health and well-being as a positive thing and what you guys are feeling that is withdrawing energy and your abundance of health. So we can start discussing that and really coming up with some tactics on how to change your Vitality Bank balance. Um you know, if you're a company and you're leading a company or you're an HR or you're an entrepreneur or a CEO, the reason why I think my CEO at boardroom sessions and the corporate vitality programs are so successful is because we do work on very, very tangible individual ways to apply relevant, engaging knowledge that becomes meaningful for people. So I want this information on this podcast for you guys. I want you to go away and think about it. How can I make this relevant to me? You know, what am I doing in my life that is not adding value to my overall health and well-being? And how can I put more deposits into my, my abundance factor of my, of my health and see it as an important part of my overall success pillars? And I'd like to get involved with you on that conversation. And if you've got comments or feedback or questions, I'm actually going to be collating those and doing a special podcast to follow up from this, um, talking about different vitality banks that have been sent to me, uh, talking about different client examples. 
Um, you don't need to have all your full details out there, but I've already got a couple of people that have sent me their information in to say, hey, Nikki, could you share this? I'd love some feedback. So I want to interact with you guys and see how I can help you actually get out of the old belief system in a rut and think, okay, how can we take the information on your vitality bank balance and make it something that is a profitable, long-term, injury-preventing, illness-preventing, fantastic state of life. So that is a state of well-being, that is a fresh perspective, that is a healthy heart, a healthy mind, and a healthy body. So what I'll do, guys, is on the show notes, I'll put in um, the PDF for the Vitality Bank that you can download. Um, I will actually, there'll be a link to that. So if you can just uh, make sure that you just put your email address in and um, you'll be able to download it immediately. And then uh, please, uh, on that download, there'll be my private email address, which you can send me your document. You can take a photo, send me a picture by iPhone. You can also... um, you know, get in touch with me by Twitter at Moore, Instagram at Moore, or you can hit me up on Facebook, Moore, which is the new Vitality Coach Facebook page. Oh, that reminds me, I have finally set up um, the Vitality Coach Facebook page. It's a very, very new. Uh, I'd love to see you there. Please say, hey, Nikki, let me know if you're you're coming on board from listening to the podcast as well. Um, so bear with me while I get that setting up, but that is facebook.com forward slash Moore. So guys, um, I know that I've been um, giving you a lot of information about how you can build your health as your wealth. Um, And just to recap my top five reasons why, you know, without your health, you have no business or wealth relevant of keeping it and enjoying it if you're in bed and sick and ill. So anyone around you that has been suffering from a major disease or a debilitating disease or anything else, you will be able to tell you that feeling great would just be the first thing on their list. So health is very important. Secondly, to make great strategic decisions, be a fantastic entrepreneur and balance out this fast-paced world we live in. Health is so important. And that is not just how we look, but it's how our bodies operate on the inside. It's how our bodies feel. It's how we feel when we get up in the morning. And it's having that as a priority on your success factor list. The third thing is it's so important for longevity, illness prevention, and just general well-being to have attention to your health and well-being on a daily basis and to see it as part of your life and your criteria for living a healthy, wealthy life is that you must pay attention to giving your body an environment and your mind an environment where you're able to uh, provide a healthy state of being. The fourth thing is I really believe healthy people need less stuff. We really don't need fancy gym memberships. And this, you know, I mean, you know, when you're in the middle of New York and you can hop down to the coolest gym and it's exciting and the equipment is fantastic and it's motivating and you're using it or you're going to an amazing bar class or Pilates, that is totally different. I'm talking about having all these things that lie around, all the stuff, all these extra medicines, pills, potions, lotions, uh, equipment that just is not adding any value and it's just keeping us sort of on life support rather than actually having a sense of abundance. And number five is I think you can, you can halve all your costs and you can just decrease your operating daily life budget by getting rid of a lot of stuff that you don't need and start using nature as your gym again. Start using, um, you know, workout outdoors, take your friends and family outdoors, start rediscovering a sense of total fitness of body weight exercises, and really use the information and trust the knowledge that you have within. 
So to wrap it all up, guys, I hope you enjoy filling out your Vitality Bank balance sheet. I'll put an information on that. Um, I'm really excited to say that the Vitality Bank will be a big part of my program going forward. It's certainly a big part of the Corporate Vitality Program. For those of you that I'm hopefully going to be seeing or interacting with on my US Vitality Tour, I can't wait to meet you guys. I'll be on the West Coast of the States kicking off the 1st of December. I think we'll be San Francisco right through uh, heading back through to Santa Barbara, Pasadena, Santa Monica, San Diego, and LA. So uh, all that information will actually be on my website. It'll be on the new Facebook page. I'd love to hear from you, connect with you. You know that Instagram is one of my favorite platforms. So that's Enfogden Moore. And I'd love to hear from you on iTunes. As always, I like to end with a bit of um, positive vibes. And I just want to reach out and say thank you very, very much to Ross. Ross, who's coming back for a little bit of another retreat with me in a couple of weeks, has just been making some amazing life changes. Um, and also really, really relevant that he struggled to just find balance, being a barrister and having his own practice and having a huge family and lots of things going on. Life is not always straightforward. So, um, and Ross, great, let me a really great testimonial. He says, Nikki, you're always like a shining light when I need a little bit of extra motivation and some common sense to get me through. So Ross, thank you so much for your feedback and your testimonial. Um, I love getting those positive vibes and I hope that I'm giving you guys a sense of positivity, motivation, inspiration on how you can create the life you want. So until the next podcast on the Vitality Coach, I hope you stay healthy and happy and I would love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.